Hey, it's Alan here. And Bree. And, and we, we are, are the, the Hunter, Hunter and, and the, the Hippie. Hippie. Connected through yoga and bonded by our love of the wild places and the love for outdoors, we've come together to share our conversations about life. Well, maybe more so what we've learned or are continuing to learn about life. And there's no one way to do it. Life, that is. And hopefully provide you with some teeny tiny bits of inspiration to connect deeper with yourself, others, and our great Mother Earth. All right, all right, enough already about the podcast. Let's just get to the podcast. We're here. We're here. Live. Welcome to Colorado, Brie. Oh, boy. Here we are. How long has it been since you've been back in Colorado? I don't think I've been in Colorado since uh, last September. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, last September. So, what's so, that? So, you were here in 2020? 2020. What were you doing here in 2020? Oh, we're Memorial not We're not allowed out of the out of your house. I know. In 2020, how did you come well, to Colorado? I came for a friend's. Uh, my friend died in a climbing accident, um, and then another one. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. So. That's a very valid excuse to. But that's during a pandemic. You know, I think that's uh, that was what the pandemic taught us mm-hmm. is how important it is to cherish the people around us and mm-hmm. to spend time with them and um, to whatever capacity you're comfortable with during that time, whether that was via Zoom or phone calls or mm-hmm. in person. So, yes. um, if anything, I, I'm hoping the collective learned was like gratitude for mm-hmm. the everyday and hold your loved ones close connection mm-hmm. for me it's like all about connection right like yeah we are so connected in more ways than one and um like especially like i taught a, a yoga class in person mm-hmm. for the first time uh not for the first time teaching a yoga class in person since the pandemic but uh, with like no no restrictions, no masks, mm. and it was a big group of people, and uh, just seeing like people's smiling faces, and like seeing some old people that I used to teach, and like being able to give them a hug, and uh, yeah, that was like the that was the shit. Yeah, I was like yes, like we are connected. Mm-hmm. We are we are humans, and we need each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're pack animals, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that was the big struggle for a lot of people who mm-hmm. didn't have that during that time. Yeah. Yeah, I feel bad. I knew a lot of people who were, you know, essentially stuck in their homes, not living near family, not being able to see their families, mm-hmm. you know, not having any loved ones in their homes with them. Um, I actually just re- recently watched uh, uh, a document, not a documentary, a comedy series. Yeah. Uh, and like, I, I think they use the term comedy in this one really lightly, um, but it was by Bo Burnham. Okay. Have you, you don't watch a lot of TV, but <laughs> you, you should watch it. Okay. You should really watch it. What so, is it on? Uh, it's called, it's on Netflix. Okay. And it's by the comedians, Bo Burnham. Okay. And the name of the series, the name of the, the special is Inside. And um, if you can't gather, right, uh, what, it's, what it's about yeah. and uh, the dichotomy of where we're at right now. So for those that 
right? We're not we're not videoing right now. Yeah. Uh, but we are outside in nature. There's a babbling brook. We are enjoying some fresh air. We are um, outside, the opposite of the special inside. Yeah. And so, uh, he he did a phenomenal job. He recorded, produced, directed, did the music, did everything, did the audio of this entire special. It's an hour and a half long. Yeah. And he recorded it over, I think it just recently came out. I'm not sure when the release date was, but I'm pretty sure he recorded it over a year plus time frame. It was all inside? All inside. Whoa. And all in one room. Ooh. Yeah, and it was during the pandemic, and um, he sings a lot of songs. There's a lot of inappropriate songs that are fucking hilarious. Um, but there's a lot of darkness. Yeah. That's why I like say it's like questionable if it's a comedy. Because ah. there's definitely it's like a dramedy, but yeah. it's right, it's like a special. And uh, yeah, seeing him melt down was like so powerful it took me back to like some of like those dark spaces last year mm-hmm. of like wow yeah 2020 fucking had moments of shittiness mm. and like darkness and and i believe that's because of lack of connection yeah it's fascinating though because i feel That it's what, and it, not the lack of connection, but I feel like it's really what we needed mm-hmm. in terms of we are so massively externally like uh, intake stimulated. Mm-hmm. We tend to, I mean, we talked about this last episode actually, is like we tend to have more distractions and more going on than more of the stillness and like I think about when I hiked the John Muir Trail I was out in the wilderness for two weeks Mm -hmm. and I didn't hike it with anyone and I linked up like half a day I hiked with someone one of my camps I was with a group um and you read talk to random people on the trail but I spent a lot, like two weeks, essentially, by myself, Alone. no technology. Mm-hmm. Um, and but yeah, outside. I mean, like you, but you still, yeah. you're by yeah. yourself, like yeah. you still get a lo- little loopy. Like my go-to was, I would talk to myself out loud with an Australian accent. <laughs> we got to hear that. But <laughs> let's hear it. <laughs> oh gosh, I can't do it on the spot. <laughs> we got to. Maybe hear. I'll. I'll, <laughs> we I'll do it. a guest. Of, Every, do no, because there's some Aussies are gonna just think like, no, that's not no, Aussie. Well, you gotta hear it. I'll we, do it. I'll do. Of, I'll sneak it in later right. when you least expect it, mate. <laughs> all right. All of our guests want to hear this. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. But there is um. Yeah, you circulate through a lot of thoughts. Uh-huh. You have dark. I'm even out there where I'm somewhere beautiful. Yeah. There's dark moments. Yeah. And there's genius that comes out of it right Mm -hmm. that's the I mean like actually I remember one day I had hiked I was just beat up like day one and two were pretty rough Mm -hmm. because I climbed out of Yosemite Valley and got a permit for Half Dome so I 
I just, I can't remember how many thousands of feet I gained. And mm. I did like 20 something miles and it was day one of the wow. whole thing. So I had, I think at that point I had, well, I should have had six days worth of food, but I probably had about 10 days worth of food because oh, I shit. didn't pack. Yeah. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Mm-hmm. And so I have the most amount of weight, like hiking out. I'm kind of just totally rocked by the end. But I think it might have been day two, which was also a tough day because I was still getting my trail legs. Like yep. by day three, you're just like, yeah, I could I could hike 30 miles, like right. no problem. I could walk forever at this point. But day two, there was the, the never-ending switchbacks. I remember people kind of telling me about it, and it just like, felt like 100 switchbacks. Switchbacks are annoying. Better than going straight up, though, probably. True. But... True. I was at the bottom, and I... Well, before I got there, I was, like, at the lake, and I thought, I'm like, should I do this mm-hmm. today? Because it's going to camp just on the other side of that hill. Yep. And... At the bottom, I said, it's either today or tomorrow, so why not today? Mm-hmm. And that was, like, my mantra for, like, part of it. I had a, quite a few, but that, for that, for the trail. Yeah. And then I saw, I was like, this is, like, a representation of life. Like, at some yeah. point, you're going to have to do it. Right. So, it's like, it's either t- today or tomorrow, so, like, why not today? And yeah. it, was like, just kind of drove me to be like, should I do this? Yeah, just do it today, whatever, you yeah. know, and... And you have to do it. Yeah. You got to do why, it. Why keep putting it off? And like, that's and the crazy thing. The stress of putting it off mm-hmm. is, is takes more of a toll than just like going for it. Yeah, absolutely. And just like you keep thinking like, oh, I got to do this. And, uh, and you, you just get in your own head and you start making up stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Putting, yeah. Putting it off. I, and we all do it. Yeah. But putting it off is just awful. And how productive would we be if we just, if we had that mantra? Yeah. And it's kind of like you said, like the stories, Mm -hmm. what our brain does is lives those stories. So now all of a sudden you're living these hypothetical situations before you even do Mm -hmm. what, do it. So then you actually do it. And it's probably not any of the stories that you had like created before that you already lived out physiologically. And you, and the reason that is, is you're making up the worst story possible. Yeah. Like whatever the worst outcome is, whatever, like the worst possible scenario of whatever it is that you want to do. Yeah. That's what the story is. And really it's, it's likely an easier story, right? Mm. It might not be the easiest, but it's likely, oh yeah, no, none of, you're not going to get attacked by a bear. You're not going to write like. Well, scare easy there. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> in Wyoming, you might. Oh, I know. Stay out of Northwest Wyoming, huh? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I agree. I think that we make up all these lame stories, and it stops us from living our lives and doing doing the things that we say we're going to do when we're motivated, and then when it comes time to actually do them, and we we have no motivation. Right? That's where we need discipline. Mm-hmm. And then we don't have discipline either. Yeah. And we, we just don't do it. That's well, a great mantra to have on the trail. Like, I love that you said that about discipline because I do think it's underrated. Mm-hmm. I think people always think they're going to be inspired or motivated. Right. And, like, there are so many times where you're yep. not going to be. And that's Often. where, yeah, that's Often. where, like, that discipline is yep. what keeps you moving, keeps right. you going. Right. I I was 
working out the other day and it was a it was a squat day and I did not want to do squats mm-hmm. I was like adamant against squats like I was like no I'm not doing these squats as I'm loading the bar with weights to do my squats right like it was like I'm going to do these I'm gonna fucking bitch and complain <laughs> the entire time but I'm going to do this. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm going to put the weight on. I'm going to make this happen. And I did my squats. And at the end, I was like, you know what? That wasn't so bad. That was That, that wasn't not nearly as terrible as the, as, as the story that I made up. Like, mm-hmm. oh, all right. And that ended pretty quick. And it was a temporary moment in my life. And, and then I got to go on about my day. Yeah. It's cliche, but it is like... Yeah. It's so true, like, the first step is, like, that, like, initiation mm-hmm. of whatever you're doing is, like, the hardest. Mm-hmm. It's nice to, like, like, I have a run crew that I run with in Cody on Thursday evenings. Mm-hmm. Run Cody, Wyoming. Check out their races. They're awesome. Little plug. But that's, like, this winter we had the negative 13 mm-hmm. degree day. A high of negative 13. That's crazy. And it was Thursday. And we ran. I think I remember you posting pictures of that. And it's like that is a perfect example of if it wasn't for those people, the accountability and like other people showing up, Mm -hmm. like it would have been really easy to not run that day. Yeah. And then once we got out, we're like, we'll just do a mile. Once you got out running, it was like we ended up doing probably three miles. And like, yeah, we had like frozen faces, but. A few things to that. So one, it, it, it was just as easy. Mm-hmm. for the whole group to cancel. Mm-hmm. It would have been just as easy for one person to cause a domino effect to be like, guys, it's negative 13. Yeah. Really? Like, and then, oh, yeah, you're right. right? Like, it's, it's just that easy. And it causes that domino effect to be like, yeah, you know what? We're, we're going we're gonna to take a chill today. Mm-hmm. Right? We're not going to go out. Yeah. And then two is, I, I appreciate that you had other people to hold you accountable and we need that in our lives mm-hmm. right like I, I truly believe right like it takes a village and and like we have to have those good people in our lives however mm-hmm. there is definitely a side of no one's going to do the fucking work for you mm-hmm. and when when the group bows out when someone in that group is like hey it's negative 13 guys I, I think we shouldn't do this Right? Like, it's your time to step up to be like, well, I'm going. Yeah. Right? Or even if you don't even have that group, it's important to be like, yeah, it's negative 13 degrees out. I don't have anyone else to rely on, but I don't want to do this, but I'm still going to. Yeah. Right? And and that's where the discipline comes in is I, right, I've committed to, I've said I am something. Mm-hmm. And now it's time for me to prove that I am that thing Mm -hmm. that I said I am. Right? Because you could say what you are all your life. But if you never actually show what you are, Mm -hmm. right? Like that, there's a a contradiction. Mm -hmm. And now, what is that? Just delirium? Right? Like, I'm this and you don't do that? Like, well, then you're not that. Yeah. Right? So you're either lying to yourself or you're completely delirious. But I also think, so we're talking about mantras, I think that, right, like my, that's where, so like work for what you want is like my main life mantra. Mm -hmm. You haven't figured this out already. 
And like, that's where like, there's so many, right? Like I, I preach this work for what you want. I have it everywhere. I have it tattooed on me. I have it on my walls. I have it on my phone. Like I have it on my motorcycle. I have a sticker on my hunting rifle. Like anywhere I look, I have t-shirts. Anywhere I look, I can find this mantra. And there's, re- there's a reason behind it. And, you know, one of, one of the main reasons is because I, I love it. But, um, yeah, I'm distracted by cotton. I know. I, the cottonwoods are out of control right now. We're, we're sitting here outside recording, and there's cotton, fly, there's cotton flying all over the place. <laughs> I'm literally distracted. It's by, raining cotton It's raining cotton balls. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, so the, the importance of my mantra, right, work for what you want. So, th- so there's two reasons I developed this mantra. Um, I don't think I've shared this on this podcast, have I? Like, I know of it. I don't know. You mean, yeah. You've talked to me about the mantra, but not anything about it, I think. Um, so first off, right, like it's everywhere because you need to put your precepts everywhere. Like mm-hmm. the things that you believe and like the things that you believe you are and, and that you believe you need to have, they should be everywhere you look because there's going to be those times where you lack motivation, you lack inspiration. And when you look up, you need to be like, fuck, mm-hmm. there it is, right? Like, there's my reminder. I need to do whatever it is I said I was going to do. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do the squats. But work for what you want. Mm-hmm. said I want nice quads. <laughs> I guess I got to do the squats, right? Yeah. Like, and th- then there's the, the second aspect. And the, the actual reason I started the work for what you want mantra uh, I was in Thailand with my wife Jessica, and we were um, we were we were riding uh, one of the elephants, and I was just thinking we were, it was like halfway through our Thailand trip, and I was just thinking about like how did I get here? Not like physically, like yeah, yeah I got here on a plane. Um, I got here by an elephant, uh, but you know how did I how did I get here? And the you know, the thing that my wife, my wife's really good at reminding me and motivating me of things like that. And, and she was like, you worked your ass off, right? Like you've worked very hard. Um, now it's distracting me because you have cotton in your hair. Sorry. I'm like a fucking squirrel with this cotton. Um, so I, I was, she's like, yeah, you worked, you worked really hard to create this life. And I was like, yeah, I did. And I wanted something that I could share with everyone, right? And it wasn't, it wasn't about me. Like, I knew, like, I'm going to work hard. Yeah, and, and, like, yeah, it's developed into, right, again, like, having it everywhere and making sure, like, I know and, like, constantly drilling in my head. But it was something for everyone else, too. Mm-hmm. It's something to be like, hey, you could have this, too, if you're willing. Like, you can have anything in the world that you want mm-hmm. if you're willing to work for it. Yeah. And I often hear, like, the... Like, no, you can't. Oh, well, no, you're just not working hard enough. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily like, like hard work, right? But it's, it's, we've talked about this in prior episodes. It is hard work that is pointed Mm. in a direction. Yeah. Right. Because you can just work hard, not have a direction and you have no clue where you're going or where you're going to end up. But if you're pointed in a direction and you work hard towards that thing, 
yeah, like there's going to be, again, we've talked about this, right? We've talked about like there's forks, right? You're going to split off or maybe you realize, oh, I don't want that. Mm. Like, and that, there, there's definitely been many of those realizations over the years yeah. for me. Um, but you absolutely like, people say, oh, we have to work smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you have to work. You yeah. have to do the work. Yeah, I think two things like came to mind is just like even when you think about mantra and meditation, mm-hmm. well, how does it, what does it serve, right? It's a re, it's redirecting of attention, right? Yeah. And so if you think about that in life, yeah. your mantra, work for what you want, is it redirects you when you start to go astray, right? Mm-hmm. Like having it present everywhere is the same as sitting and meditating with a mantra. Yeah things start to go off this your mind goes off this way you come back to the mantra yeah. and that's the same thing in in your life is is gosh we start to maybe like the road curves uh, going astray and away or mm-hmm. you you're not motivated or whatever it might be right. and that mantra brings you back to direction yeah um it's guardrails mm-hmm. right because like it allows you to operate it's not this like stern strict thing that's that says you only have to do this but it's absolutely these guardrails it's absolutely like these guardrails when you start to stray too far yeah right like instead of going completely off the edge mm-hmm. it's like hey all right adjust adjust your course mm-hmm. right like get back on pack get back on path you know where you're supposed to be Sonia I talked about in in one of my classes recently talked about it as a river and so your intention is are the riverbanks right and so you have it's guiding you in this direction but within the river the water flows in all these different ways and so it's this like allowing of it to not be a straight line Mm -hmm. one because it isn't and when we that's where we get into trouble is when we try to make it a straight line. When mm-hmm. we say this is the way that it has to happen and we're so rigid and and right. we force it. And that brings me like the other actually thing I talked this last week and it's from my training with like the Amrit Institute is the idea of willful action, yeah. right? And so this, it's that same, we don't want it to be a straight line. We don't want it to be forceful action or controlling mm-hmm. per se, like um, try to control everything, but we want to be like intentionally acting, willful action, like skillful action, um, so that we are moving ourselves in a direction. Yeah. And that's where, yeah, again, like that mantra is like something you get to like cross-reference with. You come back to like, is this, it, where where am I? Yeah. <laughs> am I on yeah. the river? Like, am I up on the shore? Or like, maybe I <laughs> maybe I'm taking a nap uh, under mm-hmm. the trees or something. Mm-hmm. Cottonwoods especially probably, but yeah. <laughs> um. And I think that I think that point right it goes right back to what you were saying about your mantra, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's how you operate, mm-hmm. right? It's your modus operandi, right? Like of. I could do it today or tomorrow. What was the mantra exactly? It was like, it's either today or tomorrow, so why not today? It's either, right? Like, and why not today? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, why not? What is going on today that you can't do it? Mm-hmm. 
and again, it's those stories, it's that thing, and it's just, right, it's bringing you right back to your, okay, yes, I have to do it today. Mm-hmm. But then it, it becomes, right, it becomes right, a, like a muscle, right, because there's muscle memory, and um, it becomes so much easier to call yourself out of your bullshit, like, to call yourself out, like, of your, whatever, your story, your excuses, um, and and make it make the decision quicker easier mm-hmm. and we, we were out hunting me and my two buddies were out bow hunting and I remember I remember this specifically because it was like my mantra like immediately kicked in my buddy was having some boot boot issues mm-hmm. he was his toe was uh blistering and we had been hiking all day like 10 miles and it was like getting ready for last light and we're in this area, and he was just like, you know what, let's just go back to camp. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him, and I was like, would you say that if your toe wasn't hurting? Mm-hmm. And he just looked at me, and he knew. He knew exactly what I was asking. Yeah. And he was like, I hate you. <laughs> and we stayed out and hunted. Yeah. Right? And, okay, well, I mean, like, you didn't even answer me, and you had to, like, you knew the answer to your question, and you knew, like, yeah. if we have to show up as who we say we are, and, yeah. Yeah. All right, breathe. Breathe. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, so find Breath. a comfortable seat. You can lie down if you're tired. If you're walking or running, just do what you're doing and close your eyes or find a soft gaze and if you are inside and you can take an opportunity to go outside sorry I told you to close your eyes so don't walk with your eyes closed (laughs) or maybe that's a skill you can practice now but um, take a moment to just find a way to access the outside world so whether that's opening a window in your car window in your house or actually going outside and then find a comfortable seat and close your eyes soft gaze you can pause this while you do all this and then come back but all right we'll meet you there and then after you close your eyes just take a deep inhale filling up from the belly feeling the air travel through the lungs throat, nostrils, and then as you exhale, feel it releasing out completely. And then return to your natural breathing. And just start by observing the air around you. Just noticing how it feels on the skin. If the air feels stagnant or if there's a light breeze, the temperature of the air, maybe noticing how it changes while you sit in stillness. And then bring your attention acutely to how that air travels into your body. 
and notice how it changes along the way. Just feeling the sensation without trying to change it or define it or label it or have a story. Just feeling how the air travels in and travels out. Notice that exact point where the outside world transitions to your inside world. So where the air enters your body. bring awareness to just the air inside of your body. And then the areas of your body that receive your breath and don't receive your breath. And then imagine a blurring of edges of the world around you and the world inside of you. And then think of a mantra, just a short, simple phrase. And it could just be what comes to mind first. And just hear the words or see the words. Maybe you see them floating around, around you. And then bring awareness into the body and feel these words inside of you, in every cell of your body. Notice how your body responds to this mantra. Notice how you physiologically react to this mantra and just feel it. And then slowly feel this mantra beginning to blur the edges of your physical body with the world around you. Allowing it to shine out from your heart center until there's no longer an edge of you, the mantra, and the world around you. And then take this feeling with you. When you're ready, you can slowly flutter your eyes open. So, Bree, yes. we're outside. We came here to do a thing. We're gonna go mountain biking. Shall we do well, some mountain biking? Yeah, we need some. We need some bit? movement. 
We've been working hard today. We have been. So Let's we'll go. be back in a little bit. Sounds good. And we're back. We made it. We've survived so we survived. far. <laughs> we went mountain biking and... Went to a cryotherapy place, which we'll talk about. Yeah. Um, and then we met some friends for dinner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Finished our photo shoot. And yeah, now it's what? Almost 10 o'clock at night. Shh, don't tell them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a good sleeper, remember? I get all that sleep. This yeah, is going not, against. Not tonight. Not tonight. <laughs> do what you gotta do. We, uh, what time did we start? So let's just give a perspective. So, so, so you're here, right? We mentioned that you're here. We, the idea was you to come down, you're, you're doing some work, you have a retreat you're doing. Yeah. And we're like, all right, let's make the most of it. We'll do like a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. We'll, of course, get some activity in because, right, that's... Yeah. Like, we preach activity, right? We preach, like, getting out and moving your body. Um, so we had to do something. Yeah. Um, so we started our day at... My alarm went off at 4.01 a.m. Mine went off at... I think I set it for 4.20, but I woke up okay. to the birds. Just great. Chirping. Love this time of year. Yep. And uh, fun little quick story right before, but I've, I've already shared with you... I, uh, right, knowing that we had a photo shoot, we had, I had, like, all these clothes that I was going to bring and, right, whatever we were changing into, and, um, I put everything in the washing machine before we went to, uh, went to bed, and then at two in the morning, right, so I, I, I go to bed, and I, I had to shave and, like, shower, and I didn't get to bed until midnight, and then at two in the morning, I woke up. I had a thought of, "Oh shit, I didn't put the clothes in the dryer." So I got up at two in the morning, put the clothes in the dryer, and then went back to bed for a four a.m. wake up call. Oh yeah. To then do the day that we did. Yeah, and I just kept telling him today, I've never woken up in the middle of the night to a thought. A thought. A thought has ne- Well, no, a thought has never pulled me out of my sleep. I've woken up in the morning and been like, oh, crap, or, like, maybe had an anxious moment of something I forgot or didn't Mm -hmm. do or maybe slept through my alarm or whatever, but I've never been pulled from sleeping to waking (laughs) about my laundry. Just going to say that real quick. I, I had the thought of, like, oh, fuck it, just go back to sleep, but I realized that, like, I put everything... Like, everything that I would want to wear yeah. was in there, and it was soaking wet. I was like, so I, I was like, I had to get out of bed. I didn't have an option. I'm glad I did. Yeah, I'm glad, because yeah. then, you know, you had something to bike in. And we had, and we had some great photos. <laughs> yeah. No, we had some no. really great photos. Yeah, Brianna did a great job. Mm-hmm. Brianna. Brianna. Oh, yeah. We had this conversation. I know. Like, I'm, I'm a Brianna. She's a Brianna. Brianna. Okay. Yeah, if anyone knows why there's Brianna's or Brianna's outside of, like, parent choice. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. Reach out to us. Um, Anywho, so, on this ride. First of all, this is your... How long have you been mountain biking? This is my second ride. This is his second ride ever. And crushed it. Thanks. Thanks. How'd it feel? It felt good. It felt really good. It was... uh, uh, So, we did the same route the last time. Mm-hmm. Um, Dowdy Draw and um, Springbrook, whatever. Mm-hmm. Dowdy Draw, Springbrook. And 
It is. It was. It was a really fun ride. Uh, not really technical, but uh, getting my feet wet. I definitely felt way more confident the first than the first time. Mm-hmm. And it was. It was so much better. Yeah. Less stopping. Definitely like more. More speed on the downhill. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was good to see you crush it. Like you. You got out there and you put those legs to work. Well, I like kind of tapered because. I was supposed to run a lot of miles this weekend and mm. it didn't happen. And so last week I actually, I didn't, I only ran like four miles cause I was going to run, I was pacing my friend for the Bighorn 100 race and I was supposed to run 34 miles on technically, I guess, Saturday morning. So starting in the middle of the night and I didn't, and then it's just been kind of go, go, go since then. So I haven't ran at all. So mm-hmm. that's why I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good. Cause I like, I feel like I'm on a taper, right? <laughs> but it was nice because I haven't mountain biked in like two summers and just to get back out. And, yeah. um, I was thinking a lot about our like mantra talk mm-hmm. before and how we were talking about like redirecting, mm-hmm. like right. Staying in a direction. And when you stray, like coming back to that direction and the mantra like gives you that and um the one thing i focused on on this ride was looking where i wanted to go because i always remembered that anytime i looked at the rock that i didn't want to hit i was going to hit it or you're also like trying to like control and go around it but then you're not like loose and agile Mm -hmm. and you're also looking at it. So that's where your wheel's going to go. And it just made me think a lot about a mantra. It's like the mantra is telling you like, this is where I want to go. Yeah. Right. It's yep. like looking ahead with intent. Yep. And like, I think that's what helped me feel really good on this ride today. was just, I kept coming back to like, look where I want to go and like, don't get stressed about all the rocks that you're going to be passing through or either around or going over and mm-hmm. just like keep looking in the direction. Yeah. It's, there's something to having like the confidence in your equipment mm-hmm. and like having the confidence in this case in your mountain bike, because, um, that's the one thing I noticed. I was so hesitant to go over some big rocks the first time. Whereas this time I'm like, isn't this what the bike's for? Mm-hmm. Right? Like it, the bike's supposed to go over those big rocks, right? Those big rocks are there. The bike goes over it and you let the bike do the work um, and that was, it was really good to like, oh, have confidence. Like, okay, yeah, this machine is going to handle the majority of the stuff. And as long as I don't tense up, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. right? Like stay loose, let the bike do the work. And I, I feel like I got into like a really good state of flow. Yeah. And it was just, uh, you know, I, I've ridden motorcycles for a really long portion of my life and, um, that's the, like the number one rule is look where you want to go. Yeah. Right. And it's the same in mountain biking. It's, um, it's the same in jujitsu actually. Mm-hmm. Right. So like when you're trying to sweep, when you're trying to, you know, take people down, when you're trying to get a submission, right. The it's, it's look where you want to go. And it's a great, uh, it's really a great mantra in life when you really like apply it, like yeah. quit, quit looking where you don't want to yeah. go. Right. And how many of us do that? We look at what we think about what we don't want. Right. And there's that saying, right, like cliche, but um, 
where your focus goes, energy flows. Yeah. Right? It's the same concept, right? You're, we're focused on, oh my God, I don't want to hit this rock. Mm-hmm. You're hitting the rock. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you're still, you're giving it energy, right? right? It's like, you're giving, I mean, that's a lot of, just with clients, right? Like, even when we are in those situations where we're like trying to figure something out, mm-hmm. right? You're still giving energy to this like problem or, um, versus just like kind of, or landmark here, like standing in nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. And giving energy or giving your attention to what you do want. And yeah. actually like, this is like years ago, like back when I lived in LA, I dated this guy once and he asked back like, to Bree's dating life. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I wasn't allowed to talk. Oh, you're allowed to talk about it. I'm not allowed to talk. About yeah. It. <laughs> you can't ask me about I can't it. ask about it. No, right. this is old. We can <laughs> talk right. about old uh, stuff. Okay. Is there like a rules or like a timeline? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like minus like two <laughs> years. <laughs> I'm a very private the, person. The, the male callers want to know. Oh, so. well, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I haven't had any calls since uh, our, right. our, you know, our, right. our uh, dating service has launched, but I've been filtering. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Swiping. Yeah. What way? I have no clue. Left. I, left. I've been, Thank you, Alan, for swiping. We didn't have, we didn't have apps when I, when I was dating. Yeah. You actually had to talk to women to, oh, yeah. to, <laughs> to date when, when I was doing the thing. Oh, that thing. Talking? Yes. Who does that anymore? Yes. I don't know. All right, sorry. So, sorry no. <laughs> so, this actually, like, really stuck with me mm-hmm. because he was like, what do you want? I think I don't know if it was like, what do you want in a partner, mm-hmm. you know? And I said, well, I know I don't want, and I said these things. He's like, no, no. I didn't ask you what you don't want. I said, mm-hmm. what do you want? Yeah. And I've taken that just in general mm-hmm. because so often we talk about what we don't want and it's super simple to think about, like, switch that to what you do want, right? Yeah. So you can learn. I think that's, like, part of life, right, is learning what you don't want. But instead of focusing on what you don't want, just think of what the opposite is that or what is it that right. you want and then put your energy there because yeah, that's just so long as you're thinking about what you don't want, you are going to get that. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah, so I I've, I have two thoughts. Um, one, I hope I can link this to what we're talking about. Uh, I'll, I'll address that second, but um, right, this thought of right the opposite, mm-hmm. right, like um, that that ties so much into jujitsu and like how I've looked at um, right jujitsu. Right, I talk a lot about jujitsu and and jujitsu is a big part of my life, but. Um, it, it applies to so much in life. And, and in this case, um, if you're, I don't want to say if you're smart, but like if you, if you, if you understand what's going on and you understand the opposite mm-hmm. of what's going on, you get double the learning lessons. Mm. Right. So if you understand that in order for, you know, a person to, um, you know, put you into an arm bar, right. Mm-hmm. You like you understand that, okay. The person needs to control the head. They need to have their hips below your elbow, close to your shoulders, right? They need to have control of the arm at the wrist. Well, right? Like you can take that. You can take that and be like, okay, yeah, I learned how to do the arm bar. Mm-hmm. 
but you can also learn how to defend the armbar in that. Mm. Right? Well, the person needs to control my head. So if I don't let them control my head, okay, then that's one piece of the puzzle. Hey, their, their hips need to be above my elbow, below, right by the shoulder. Okay, don't let them have that. Mm-hmm. It's easier said than done, but right, I get two lessons for the price of one. So um, it's the same thing. With, uh, I think it's the same thing with what you're saying. And right, like you're... What were you saying? Um, exactly. <laughs> I'm fucking exhausted. Uh, um, well, instead of thinking, putting energy on what you don't right. want. We put energy into uh, what, you, what you want. Right. So, like, if you can't, if you don't know what you want, think about what you don't want and what would be the opposite, opposite of, of that. that. Right. So, like, there's this opportunity to learn from the opposites. Okay, fine. Like, you don't know what you want, like you just said. What don't you want? Now, what's the opposite of that? Mm-hmm. And the idea, though, is, like, we have to truly understand what the opposite is mm-hmm. of that. Um, and then the second thought. So um, I'm going to try to relate this. I don't know if I'm going to, but uh, this last weekend, I had a really amazing day. Mm-hmm. Right? And it was filled with tons of jujitsu. I had a jujitsu seminar um, with one of the world's best people in jujitsu. Yeah. And it's so cool. Like, that's one of the things I love about this sport is like, imagine having the opportunity to learn basketball with from Michael Jordan. Yeah. And then get to play Michael Jordan in a game. Yeah. And like that is essentially what I had. Mm-hmm. Right? Or or close to that, right? Like just some of the best. Maybe not right the Michael Jordan, right? But some of the best in the world. And um so I had that opportunity. It was such a great day. But um throughout the day I had I had someone make a comment to me. Mm-hmm. And the comment wasn't good or bad. I just for some reason I didn't like the comment. Mm. And I focused on that comment. This one thing mm-hmm. that was over in 10 seconds. And I just focused on that one thing. And I was driving home. And I was irritated. And and I caught myself. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you just had an amazing day. Mm-hmm. And you're letting 30 seconds spoil it. Mm-hmm. And, how, like, how, like I just sabotaged my amazing day. Yeah. Like, no one else. Mm-hmm. Right? The, 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 the comment that was made, like, it's totally irrelevant. And the person that said it probably doesn't even know, right, what they said or how they said right? Like, and, and I just totally fucking sabotaged my day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck? And, and so what I did, I'm driving home. I had, like, an hour drive home. And... I went through my day mm. and I went through all of the amazing things that happened and, and I, and I left that part out Yeah. and I was just like, all right, let's start from the beginning. Woke up and had my coffee. I woke up like every day I wake up, I'm fucking blessed. Yeah. Like I get the opportunity to live another day to try this shit again and right. Fail probably. And then I get to hopefully do it the next morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I was like, yes. All right. Beautiful. Awesome day so far. Got to do jujitsu. Got to hang out with some people I love. Right. Got to then go to the seminar, see this, um, learn jujitsu from this person, um, and then this person was like, "Oh yeah, let's get some rounds in." And I got to like play basketball with with Michael Jordan. And um, and for those of you that are listening, like it's uh, exactly what you pictured, right? <laughs> like whatever you're picturing, like the layman. 
playing basketball with Michael Jordan, right? That's exactly what this looked like, right? It was, I felt like I didn't know an ounce of jujitsu. Huh. I was, I've been doing this for two years, which isn't long at all. And I, I, yeah, this guy knew, knew what I was thinking before I knew what I was thinking. Not even before I was moving. Like, I went to make a move, and I couldn't do... Like, I was like, oh, he already stopped that. And I'd go to think to do something else, and oh, that stopped too. And then the next thing I know, I'm getting choked. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, in a, so in a three-minute round, uh, I think he, he, he submitted me of some form uh, at least ten times. Which is just crazy and it yeah. was just like again it's exactly what you would picture like you're playing basketball with michael jordan and you're just getting yeah. stuffed and right like he's just sinking sinking buckets and you're like what is going on he's just like dancing around you so anyway i tell you all that because it's like yeah and then i went through my day and i'm like fuck i had an amazing day this is awesome well and that's the whole thing i think it's it's training all of that is training what you look for Mm-hmm. You know, and or what you what you put your energy into ultimately, and so again, when you continue to say like what you don't want, then you're gonna look for the things you don't want. Mm-hmm. So then you're even like exponentially cutting your energy to the things you don't want. Mm-hmm. Like how crazy is that? Yeah. What if we just thought about what we wanted and always looked for what we wanted, whether that's mm-hmm. in people in ourselves or. Um, the world around us, like that yeah. is a beautiful place to be because what happened when, what, how did you feel after you went back through your day and like looked at all the things that went right? Oh, amazing. And I came home and my day wasn't over. Like I had already, like my day started, not nearly a day like this, <laughs> but, but way more physical exertion for sure. Yeah. Um, my day started, I think at like seven, I woke up, had my coffee, um, and then went to my open mat, then went to the seminar. I was home by, I think, four. Mm-hmm. Got home to my wife, and then life goes on, right? Like, um, David Goggins writes this in his book, uh, uh, Can't Hurt Me. Yeah. And it's it's this little thing that I caught from the book, and I and I don't think you've read it yet, but... And I, I think, did. Oh, I did you read it? it? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, but like, I don't, I've talked to some people about it and I, and I don't think people caught this one part, Yeah. but I love it. Um, and it's just do the fucking dishes. Mm. And in, in his book, he talks about, right? Like you're this guy that comes home from work, you've worked all day, you're tired and you live with like roommates or a significant other or your wife or your kids, whatever. And you're right. Like you worked hard. You've, you've got, you get home and like the last thing you want to do is the dishes, Mm -hmm. but you get home and there's a sink full of dishes. And then you're like, and you, you have a fit, right? Like you, you, now you're mad at your wife. You're mad at your kids. You're mad at your roommate, right? Like, Mm -hmm. Oh, there's a bunch of fucking dirty dishes in the dishwasher or in the, in the sink. And, Oh, I I work all day and now I got to come home and, and now I don't even have a clean sink and you, you get all butthurt for what? And the thought is just do the fucking dishes. Yeah. Right. Like you could, you could, right. Like the dishes need to be done mm-hmm. and you could just lose the attitude, right? Mm-hmm. You could skip the whole process of getting mad at everyone mm-hmm. and just do the fucking dishes. And then you get to go on with your life. Yeah. 
right? And and that's like for me, that's like one of the biggest parts that like impacted me in that book was because how many times do you work hard and you come home and the dishes are dirty? And that's just an analogy, right? Like how many times do you come home and like I don't have kids, but like your kids' toys are on the floor, mm-hmm. or um, your you, whatever, right? Like yeah, like you come home, you're exhausted, you don't want to make dinner, or, right? Like whatever that is, mm-hmm. and you just don't do the thing that you don't you don't do the dishes and you get butthurt about it, and um, so yeah, so so yeah, now I'm just rambling. Well, I think one thing that stands out is it, it, it comes back to that, like, yeah, you get home, the dishes aren't done, mm-hmm. and that sucks, mm-hmm. but how much m- more of an impact is it having on you when you let it then create anger at your loved one or mm-hmm. your roommates, your friends, um, not only on yourself physiologically because now you're just like creating Mm -hmm. this stress within yourself versus like, Oh, this sucks. The dishes aren't done and doing them versus creating this whole drama around it, Mm -hmm. which is going to like impact you physically Mm -hmm. and over time. Yeah. Like health wise. Yeah. But also, and your relationships now you're, that's what I was going to say is like, not only is it just your problem now, it's everyone else's Mm -hmm. problem. Because and you don't know the day they had. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not a comparison, right? It's not yeah. my day was worse than your day. You just don't know the day that they had. Yeah. And it's like, what's the, what do you get out of making right. that person wrong? And you write. Yeah. That's a landmark thing. I know. It's a total landmark thing. <laughs> but yeah, until so I, I, by going through my day before I got home. Yeah. I didn't come home and, and verbal diarrhea all over my wife, right? Like. I, I came home and I was like, I had an amazing day. Yeah. What's next? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, no, the dish, there weren't dishes in the sink, thankfully. Right? <laughs> Actually, I, I love doing dishes. I, I find doing dishes so meditative. Yeah. Um, uh, I go to my friend's house and they're like, don't do the dishes. I, I do the dishes anyway. For me, it's just total like yeah. meditation. Total like monotask. Like, just scrub, 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 right? No, yeah, um, that's nice. But yeah, like I came home. I forget what we did. I think we went out and, like, I'm exhausted. Like, I just did, right, like, it was two hours of, of like, full rolling jujitsu. I'm getting ready for a competition in July, mm-hmm. so. Nice. Yeah, so, like, I'm, I'm like, putting in, like, effort. Um, uh, and then, you know, it was a three-hour seminar. Um, so, yeah, so it was, it was, like, a lot of physical exertion, and I came home, and I could have been, like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to just lay on the couch, take a nap. Or I can take time and effort into my relationship with my wife and be like, oh, no. Like, am I tired? Sure. Yeah. Do I want to take a nap? Sure. But I will get more, right, benefits by hanging out with my wife for an hour or two, Mm -hmm. right, and being able to, you know, say, hey, yeah, I'm able to do things that I love to do as well as still nurture my relationships. Mm Mm-hmm. And do the fucking dishes. <laughs> right? So yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, changing, like, my perspective was really good. Because yeah. it just changed. Because I, I know how the day would have went. Yeah. Right? I would have came home. I would have been pissed off. I wouldn't have even told my wife why I'm pissed off. Right? Because, like, stupid. And yeah. I'm just tired. And I'm, I'm just going to take a nap. And lay down on the couch. And don't talk to me. 
right? And yeah, and and then like and then she she's feeling that like oh Alan's grumpy, mm-hmm. so she's gonna you know respond to that. However, mm-hmm. she's gonna respond to that, or she might even be like, "What did I do?" Like right. Right? The same thing that everyone does. Like, that's mm-hmm. what we all do as humans. And then it's like, all of a sudden you created a whole other story that... Yeah. In the, for this other person that isn't even relevant, you know? Yeah. For sure. Well, so you got, what, choked out... Wait, choked... Choked, choked uh, three Ten times in three minutes, which was... we did cryotherapy for... We didn't do it for three minutes, but... Two and a half minutes. Two and a half minutes. All right, so shout out, first off, shout out yes. to um, Restore Hyper Wellness and Cryotherapy in Boulder, Colorado. Uh, one of the managers there, Sean, I talked to him yesterday, let him know you were coming into town mm-hmm. um, and let him know we're recording our podcast. We're all about doing our crazy shit. And yeah. I was like, let's get some cryotherapy in. Yeah. Um, they have these awesome cryotherapy. So, uh, if you've never done cryotherapy, mm. it is a, there's, there's different options, but it's a, a room, a cylinder of some sort mm. that is fed by, I think, I believe liquid nitrogen and it creates a extremely cold environment for mm. the body. Um, and, uh, there's these like cylinders that you can do this cryotherapy in where um, it's the cylinder and the, the gas escapes out the top and it gets cold. Don't get me wrong. It's not cold. It's not not cold. Um, but they're just not, I, I didn't enjoy it as much when I tried those. And I tried this one in Arizona where it was like a meat locker. You walk in and the room, I forget what it was at this place in Arizona, but I, I want to say it was like, like negative 200. And... Um, coldest, coldest I've ever been. And I, since then I've been trying to find a place like that in Colorado or like when I travel to other cities, I look for places like that. Not, not the cylinder one. So I don't know what made me look yesterday, but I looked and this new place, Restore Hyper Wellness and Cryotherapy, uh, opened up like three weeks ago mm-hmm. and they have... Uh, similar, they have this room where a door shuts, locks you in to like this room where the gas doesn't escape. And uh, what we did, what was the temperature that we did? Uh, negative 166. Negative 166 degrees for two and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it goes, there's different levels, mm-hmm. right? So like if you show that your body can handle it, uh, I believe they go to like 210 degrees, negative 210 degrees. Um, and you can go for up to three minutes at a time. Mm-hmm. So I'm really looking forward to getting to that. Yeah, and they're pretty, like, they're super informative, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Just kind of walked us through a lot of, there the, are different offerings that they have aside from cryotherapy. And, like, mm-hmm. they know a lot about the benefits of it and just physiologically mm-hmm. in your body, how it works. And um, there's always a nurse on site, too, because obviously you're doing some pretty intense stuff mm-hmm. so um there's none of these kinds of things in cody so it was really cool to check it out and i went with no music option and alan went with metallica metallica so you can play Mas- music while you're in there master of puppets yeah i was rocking out 
I decided to use the opportunity to meditate. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to get in the zone. I'm going to keep my heart rate down. And yeah, I'd never done it. And it was, it was a cool, it was cool. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those things to like go in regularly. I'm sure you see a lot of the benefits. Yeah. So some of the like key benefits to it is, is inflammation, anti-inflammation. Mm-hmm. Right, so cold is an anti-inflammatory. So if you have an acute injury, doctor will tell you to put ice on it, um, right, and help make it better. So uh, it just helps. And and it was funny after we did it. I think both of us had like some like soreness in areas mm-hmm. that we probably need work on, or right, or mm-hmm. probably not healthy or as healthy as they they could or should be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's something to it. I actually think there. So it's funny because, you know, like Mm -hmm. the new thing is that the whole idea of icing is not necessarily, have you heard that? Not necessarily good. Well, not, it's not, it's not like the the go-to thing. And, and like I, it right after an injury or something like that, it's good to put ice on it because it helps with that meat swelling. But I will say the benefit, I think, Mm -hmm. say of like cryo or like cold plunges or anything like that is that your blood vessels constrict in the cold. And so Mm -hmm. then it's when you release yourself from the cold, they, the blood vessels expand and then the blood flows in. Mm -hmm. But that's also, we were gonna actually sauna today, but it was pretty hot. And so that's like, I want to give a shout out to the saunas because they actually, I think a lot of health, but there's a lot of health benefits Mm -hmm. from heat. And that's mainly because you are getting more blood to an area to heal it. Yes. And so it's almost like, oh, talking about like the opposites, actually what we were just talking about, but like cold type of stuff will Mm -hmm. like constrict in that area. But then you have that blood rushing in once you get out of it. Yeah. So there's a lot of science and a lot of studies that are being done on both ends, right? I think Mm -hmm. you're going to find studies that tell you both. Um, One of the things that that I'm going through right now, so I I have lower back and like hip issues Mm -hmm. and um, uh, cold. If you notice when I said like ice is good for acute injuries, right? Mm -hmm. So that means like when, like when the injury happens, like... Mm -hmm. Right, like for that immediacy, but then ultimately it comes down to heat and movement. Mm-hmm. Right, heat and movement is what's healing. Mm-hmm. Right, not ice and stiffness. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what you get from ice is right frozen. Right, yeah. it's stiff. It stops moving. Yeah. Right. Um, but with uh, with ice, it it actually is an anti-inflammatory. Mm. And the inflammatory response in the body is important mm-hmm. right and we we don't want to hurt but it's you hurting to a degree right again non, non-acute injuries you hurting you having inflammation is actually your body responding to something's not right mm-hmm. unless right there's the caveat of autoimmune disease where your body's responding to uh, something that doesn't exist, mm-hmm. right? That's essentially what an autoimmune issue is, is your body saying, ah, there's a problem, go attack it, fix it, but there's no problem, mm-hmm. and it just starts attacking itself. So back to the inflammatory response is like, you go out, you lift weights, you ride a bike, you do anything, right? You're sore the next day, 
well, you're sore, you hurt, that's, that's, you're, you've created inflammation. Yeah. And your body, your blood, right, the heat, right, your blood is, your blood is made up, right, when we think of blood, we're totally getting a little sciencey and dorky here, but I, I, I love this, uh, you're right. We we cut ourselves. We bleed blood, and right, we don't realize that. Wait, that, that we bleed. We bleed, we bleed, bleed, bleed blood. blood. We no. do. We do. Are you we sure? Yeah. I think I bleed. <laughs> Motor oil. Um, yeah. Nacho cheese. <laughs> nacho cheese. We're cutting your arm off tonight. <laughs> oh my god! Get some chips. <laughs> so, uh, but really, blood, red blood cells, is is what carries oxygen. Mm. Right? And hence your breath. Guess how important your breath is. Right? Those damn yogis. Right? But red blood cells is exactly that. It's it's the um, it's the vehicle for oxygen to be delivered to your body. So when you have great blood flow, mm-hmm. right, it's delivering oxygen to the body. Uh, delivering oxygen to that point. Yeah. And it's it's causing the... that That's the inflammatory response. To send blood to that body, that body part, to help heal it Mm -hmm. um and so with my hip issues i'm actually starting to do a prolotherapy treatment have you heard of it Mm -mm. so prolotherapy is um right we we live in a society where my hip hurts my back hurts and you go to a doctor and they're like here take this Mm anti-inflammatory and that's not it's great because you stop hurting but it doesn't fix the problem it's Mm -hmm. like that band-aid um so prolotherapy, it's been going on now, I think, since like the 70s. Um, and what they do is they take, so they take the most inflammatory thing uh, that they could find that no one's allergic to, that, that that's already in your body, and that's sugar, mm. right? So, or glucose, right? Glucose is, is in your body, your body makes it. Um, Right, so it is fl- inflammatory. That's why they say don't drink your liters of cola at four in the morning. I don't know who does that. Oh gosh, how many <laughs> liters of cola did you drink today? And um, gummy bears. <laughs> I only had a few gummy bears. Uh-huh. Uh, a handful, a few gummy bears. Uh, but anyway, so they take sugar water mm. and they inject it into an area that needs to be healed. Mm. And so in my case, I'm going to have this prolotherapy done. It's sugar water injected into my, uh, my SI joint, my hip. Mm-hmm. And what it does is it creates an inflammatory response. Mm. And it attracts red blood cells, it attracts blood flow, and then it attracts collagen. Mm. And which is what your ligaments and tendons are made of. And we've mm-hmm. had this conversation of the importance of ligaments and tendons. Um, and ligaments and tendons, that's what they're made of is collagen. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this prolotherapy, it creates inflammation, red blood cells come, collagen, uh, gets rebuilt and it fixes the problem. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited for, uh, this prolotherapy treatment. Yeah, you'll have to tell um, me how it goes. But yeah, so I digress way too far down the rabbit hole, uh, about, uh, the, the cryotherapy. I, I love the cryotherapy. I love being in the cold. And I am so excited that this is in our backyard now. It's literally 20 minutes from my house. And if you are a listener and you're in Colorado and you want to go to uh, restore hyper wellness and cryotherapy, um, go there. 
tell them either the hunter and the hippie sent you or mm-hmm. Alan Tatone or Bree Allison and uh, yeah they'll get you taken care of I believe for the next week or so um, cryotherapy treatments are only $10 mm-hmm. which is phenomenal uh, they have membership packages they have all sorts of good stuff yeah I won't be going because I don't live here but you should <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so with that said, um, yeah, it was, it was a phenomenal day. Yeah. And now we're here wrapping it up. Yeah. Journal prompt. Journal prompt. (laughs) Um, grab your journals, go outside. Yeah. Right. Even if it's late, even if it's 1030 at night and you've had a long day and someone didn't do the fucking dishes. Go outside, grab your journal, right? Go get some fresh air, right? I think Bree said this earlier. If you can't go outside, you better have a good fucking reason why you can't walk outside your front door right now. Like, there needs to be, like, a comet coming out of the sky. Like, there needs to be, like, a, a drive-by shooting for, like, for, like, for you not to be able to walk out your front door. Oh, like, gosh. right now. Like, I mean, yeah, maybe you're in the bathtub, right? But, like, step outside for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Grab your journal, step outside, take a few uh, breaths of fresh air. Uh, real quick, we right, we talk about going outside and taking breaths of fresh air. Um, we talked about this today because my wife just recently got air purifiers in our house. <laughs> and uh, Bree made a joke about, uh, oh yeah, can't wait to get back inside for that for that good clean air. Uh, well, it's, I mean, there's fires going on, so I guess, I mean, can't, you know, maybe if there's fires going inside, you go inside and yes. you, you just breathe so your breathe purified. deeply into that purified <laughs> indoor air. <laughs> Nothing like it. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, I can't wait to be inside all day. <laughs> right. So, uh, anyway, if, if you have fires, don't go outside, right? Like, if the air pollution is terrible, if you live in L.A., uh, leave uh, but, <laughs> but yeah get get outside breathe some fresh air and write in your journal just write about what what you've listened to today um you know what is your life mantra do you have one um are you embarrassed to have one are you can you not think of one can you not think of like what your life mantra should be if you can't reach out to us yeah we'll, we'll help you and know that like your life mantra that you write down right now isn't forever. And so like we even just us talking, like I shared just a mantra that came up for the John Muir trail that happened to be like very related to life, but it's just something that you can use to redirect your energy, right? Put yourself Mm -hmm. back in the direction that you want to head versus where you don't want to go. And it's, it's not like you have to chant it or anything like that. If you want to, great. If you want to sing it, scream it, awesome. Mm-hmm. But just use it as a phrase that like puts you back in the direction of what you want. Yeah. And keep looking forward. Keep mm-hmm. looking where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Right. Keep your eyes on the prize. Yeah. <laughs> that was so cliche. That is so corny. That was, we're ending on uh, that. I, oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> eyes on the prize. Okay. It was so incredible having you here. Yeah. Um, such an adventurous day. And thanks for hosting yeah. me. Yeah. Thank you. Next up, Cody.
Yes, please. Hunter and the Hippie and Cody. And Cody. Maybe hunting. Ooh. Well, that's an idea. Oh, that'd be good. Awesome. October. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining. Yeah, talk to you soon. If you want to follow us and our adventures, you can find both of us on Instagram. I'm at Bree Allison. That's B-R-E-A-L-L-I-S-O-N. And I am at the life of Alan Titone, underscores between each word. To check out our offerings, yoga, one-on-one trainings, workshops, retreats, and a recorded library, you can find the info on our website, thehunterandthehippie.com. If you have questions for the podcast, about the podcast, feedback, suggestions, or just want to say hi, or find ways to work with us, our email is thehunterandthehippiepodcast at gmail.com. And don't worry, all of this will be in our show notes. Thanks for tuning in. Hopefully you weren't tuned out. <laughs> to the Hunter and the Hippie podcast.